Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss philosophy, faith, leadership, nonprofits, and a host of social issues. We want to add value and understanding the dignity and freedom of human beings. For more information, visit the website, philipfletcher.org. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Dr. Philip Fletcher, and welcome to my page, Dr. Philip Fletcher. And it's an opportunity for me to uh, share content and all of that good stuff uh, off of my personal page. Um, I probably still put good questions and things like that up on my personal page, but I'm going to really use this to, you know, get the word out about what's going on and share thoughts and if you want to connect with me either you know just have coffee and conversations nonprofit consulting or you want to well have come speak or do a zoom hey i'd be glad to do that but you can find that on this page and all that good stuff uh, you can learn about as always the city of hope outreach go uh, like that work uh, that we're doing here in the state of arkansas or hope village as well, that's a big initiative of the City of Hope Outreach, as well as Replicate. Hey, do that. And you can find me here on Facebook, like the page, Dr. Philip Fletcher. Also, find me on Instagram, Dr. Philip Fletcher. Uh, on Twitter, just Phil Fletcher. All that good stuff. Also, got a podcast, Humanity Matters Podcast. And that's available wherever you find your good podcast type information. Also, I'm thankful to have my new book out, Created in Freedom, Poverty and Economics. And hey, get you a copy. You can go to my website, philipfletcher.org. Just hit the content tab. You'll see books. Click on Created in Freedom and order a book. Hey, support Uh, What's going on? Just trying to get some uh, thoughts out there regarding big picture, what it means to be created in freedom. Uh, We were all made free because we've been made in the image and likeness of God. And so does that look like in terms of uh, poverty? What does that look like in terms of the dignity of work? And then what does that look like just for uh, the human being? So this first book is the first of three. So. Uh, next year, about this time, will be the second one, Dignity of Work. And then the trilogy will be ended with just looking at just the beauty and awesomeness and amazingness of human beings. So take a gander at that. So thought for today. Thought for today comes from uh, one of my role models in the faith, Mother Teresa and... This is what it is. And this is what she says. The other day, I went to the street here in Japan. I saw a man across the road completely lost. It is true that he was drunk, but he is my brother. It hurt me. I couldn't do anything. I felt so bad that there was not a single hand. Many people passed, but there was not a single hand to lift him. Even to put him on the side of the road, I could not do it. I did not know the rules here. 
because I've only been here for a few days, but I felt hurt. I felt my brother lying there and I passed him by. That was Jesus in a distressing disguise. That was that hunger for love and I didn't give. That was the nakedness of human dignity. He is a man. He must be a father of somebody. He must be the son of somebody. He must be the brother of somebody laying there in the middle of the street. Even the cars had to pass him by. Even the people had to pass him by. How? This is where, if you really want to love, love begins. Love begins at home. Right here, we must not be afraid to love. We must not be afraid to love until it hurts. Because love is giving until it hurts. And that is Mother Teresa from her book, Where There Is Love, There Is God. Great book. Encourage you to pick it up. So once again, welcome to the uh, Humanity Matters show, video. Um, my name is Dr. Philip Fletcher. Welcome to my page. Hey, give me a like, share it with other people. Uh, as we talk about, as always, uh, faith, nonprofit things, leadership, and social issues. Uh, we want to see people flourish as human beings. Check out uh, the work that we are doing here in uh, the state of Arkansas. Uh, you can check out the City of Hope Outreach. You can find that on Facebook. Uh, Hope Village, you can find that on Facebook. And Replicate, you can find that on Facebook. A lot of great things uh, that people are doing here in the state of Arkansas to support uh, the flourishing of human beings. So, man, a lot's been going on uh, in our nation uh, this past week. Uh, Senator Tim Scott uh, from South Carolina, he sought to get a bill passed out of the Senate called the Justice Act uh, to uh, provide uh, reform for police across the United States. And that didn't pass. And I commented on my personal page how it was odd that you see, um, you know, a black man, a senator uh, who has risen through a lot of difficulties, who considered to be a success story here in America. And, you know, this is a bill that he had been working on uh, since Walter Scott had died in his state. Walter Scott was a, a black man who uh, was fleeing, but was shot in the back and killed by law enforcement. And then, you know, we're here in the situation in America today um, as a result of the death of George Floyd back in late May. Uh, at the hands of a police officer in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And uh, Senator Tim Scott was leading the charge uh, to get a bill passed. And it was just odd that uh, this man's legislation didn't pass. Uh, I thought we was about um, getting some things done. Uh, I thought it was about listening and hearing. And uh, you can go on YouTube and find his basically 30-minute speech a uh, powerful speech that he gave um, and his disappointment that the bill did not pass. Uh, but then boop, boop, a couple days later, uh, it's passed led by a white woman. I don't understand. You know, you know, I don't understand. So uh, from what I understand, the Senate says that bill is going nowhere when it comes to them. So again, here we are politics uh, all this kind of stuff um, when instead we could have the opportunity to 
encourage some changes at the local and state level in regards to uh, police training, uh, you know, creating a database uh, for police misconduct, uh, no-knock warrants, uh, those type of things. Uh, Senator Tim Scott's bill, there was uh, legislation about lynching. Um, he, you know, he mentions George Floyd. He mentions Walter Scott. He mentions Breonna Taylor. All of those, you know, things that, you know, we've been talking about. But more than likely, we are going to be back at square one. And again, it's just a reminder that things going to get done. It's going to require work at the local level. It's going to require us men and women sitting down, getting together. Uh, understanding one another, understanding where we are coming from, and then proceeding forward with some solutions, right? And some of these solutions will not require uh, the the activity of city council, uh, will not require the activity of state legislators or uh, men and women up in Washington, D.C. These are things that we can do right now uh, to influence change because the goal should be peace all right not winning the goal should be how can we live at peace with one another we've got groups out there on the extreme right and extreme left uh, who are seeking to tear us apart on the basis of you know skin color on the basis of economics on the basis of uh, political ideology but the fact of the matter is Uh, We as a people, regardless of our ethnicity, regardless of our political persuasion, so on and so forth, the work gets done when we sit down, we gather some information, we get educated. We have this personal commitment that we're going to treat one another as human beings. Then we come up with some solutions. We walk in some reconciliation and we continue to move forward. So uh, I would encourage you, as you're watching this video, look at ways you can continue to gather information, look at ways you can continue to educate yourself, uh, and then find ways you can sit down with people that, you know, you have some disagreements with, you know, you're kind of this way, and he or she is kind of this way, and and where can you meet in the middle? Because uh, studies have shown that we actually have more in agreement uh, than we realize. We have more in agreement as human beings uh, than we realize. And so it is important um, that we pursue this difficult work of reconciliation so that we can experience peace. Because winning infers that there's got to be a winner, there's got to be a loser. There's one who is standing triumphant and there's one who's walking away with their head down. And um, I think in this regard... This is our opportunity to move forward. All right. So my next thought is this. So why are you doing what you're doing? You know, we got a lot going on in uh, regards to, uh, if you want to call it racial reconciliation, uh, you know, advancing the cause of justice. The question is, why do you do what you do? All right. And, Are you doing what you're doing because you actually have a concern and a love for, in this case, uh, black men and women here in America? Are you deeply concerned about their situation? All right. These stories that have been told. 
more specifically, the men and women in your neighborhood and city. Okay, I'm not worried about you. You shouldn't be worried about somebody in another state, but what about the the neighbor? All right, what about the the man or woman uh, whom you see in your grocery store, uh, who lives on the quote unquote other side of the railroad tracks? The 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 man or woman, the family that you worship with on Sunday, whatever your uh, religious uh, belief is, you know, even if it's a non-religious belief, the person that you may see uh, at the local coffee shop or at the bar, um, do you have a genuine love and concern for them as a human being? And so that's why you are doing the things that you're doing, saying the things that you're saying, seeking to learn, or are you more concerned about power? Because those there are those out there as well that they see this as an opportunity to consolidate power that, yeah, they may be talking about revolution. They may be talking about, you know, changing the system and and bringing the whole thing down. But uh, history has shown in many cases that when that happens, those who are advocated for typically come out on the short end of the stick. And so it's important for, again, this goes back to that personal commitment thing. That goes, this goes back to uh, this introspection and understanding why it is that you're doing what you are doing. And so I would encourage you to do some introspection. Pause for a minute, okay, and ask yourself, why am I advocating? Why am I standing out on the street corner? Why am I sending these emails? Is it so that you know, the sh- chairs on the deck can be reorganized. So now I'm the one in power. Or is it truly about the dignity and worth, the freedom, in this case, of black men and women here in America? And so I would encourage you to really think about that. If if you're doing it for your own sake, for your own making yourself look good and pump your, your chest out, I would ask you to sit down. But if you're you're intent is to do it for the cause of the flourishing of human beings who are, in this case, born black, then continue on with that hard work. But also know uh, that work gets difficult over time. It gets difficult over time. Hey, this is Dr. Philip Fletcher here, uh, just chopping it up with y'all. Uh, if you want to connect with me, like my page on Facebook, Dr. Philip Fletcher. Also, you can connect with me on my nonprofits page, uh, Coho, the City of Hope Outreach. All right. Uh, Hope Village as well. And Replicate. For more information, you can go to my website, philipfletcher.org, or my nonprofits website, coho58.org. It's awesome stuff. Finally, uh, as we're winding down. Uh, this episode, I want to talk to my black brothers and sisters about Marxism. Marxism. So, I would encourage you to get a book, Communist Manifesto, Karl Marx, Friedrich Engels. And I would encourage you to read this book. Talk about the proletariat and the bourgeoisie. All right? Proletariat is like the working people. Bourgeoisie are the people who got a lot. All right. You know, Marx is what you would have, what we commonly know today as socialism. Now, there's different 
degrees of socialism, all right? Um, you have full-blown socialism, like what you saw in Venezuela. Um, you have democratic socialism, which you kind of see um, in the Norwegian com countries, all right? They're not socialists. They'll be clear to tell you that. They are not. Um, but they're kind of light on that end. Um, so I would encourage you to uh, pick this up. I got this at Books A Million here in Conway, Arkansas. Uh, that's not a free publicity. I'm just telling you where I got it. Uh, for $5.97. And it's a pretty you know, short read, but I would encourage you to read it. Uh, it's important for you to read it uh, because it influences, and let's be quite, quite clear here, it influences the organization, the organization, Black Lives Matter. All right. The organization. All right. Um, it influences. I mean, you can look it up. And one of their founders, uh, she expressly, clearly states that her and the other founder, I believe there's three of them. Uh, they are trained Marxists. Um, and essentially, that is the collective. All right. That uh, from a, a socialist uh, standpoint that the government um, doesn't own the property, but it tells businesses and, and ownership, hey, this is how this stuff is going to go. It's a collective ownership, all right? Uh, the goal is this utopian idea that uh, there will be equal outcomes, okay? There's a shared idea. Okay, the shared property, the shared distribution. All right. Um, so I would encourage you to look at that. But I would also encourage you to look at the history of how socialism has played out in different countries. I'm not talking about the idea. We're talking about the real. And then I would ask my black brothers and sisters to compare the real examples of socialism and how it's played out in history versus what you got today. That's all I ask. All right. Um, because we, you, you should be careful that the black lives matter organization could be a Trojan horse. Um, for Marxism. All right. And, for black men and women, I know the ones that I work with here in Conway, Arkansas, they love their freedom. They love their individuality. Um, but with uh, what you would know today as socialism and what's being purported and so on and so forth, um, that the, the group, the collective is prioritized over the individual. Hey, we got a comment coming from Michael Priest. What's going on, Michael? Uh, and he's got a comment. Uh, feeling convicted, it's easy to start out a conversation with good intentions, but it's also easy to get emotionally charged up and forget why and who I'm advocating for and become abrasive. Thank you for helping me check the attitude I've had this week. Hey, appreciate the comment, uh, Michael. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very important um, for us to do some introspection as to why we're doing what we're doing. Um, uh, Orwell uh, did a uh, 
a writing uh, looking at some of the outcomes of socialism. So, or uh, Orwell, he wrote uh, 1984, Animal Farm, uh, and a previous before that, you know, he looked at some of the outcomes of socialism. And what he realized was uh, those who were advocating for the everyday worker, uh, those that were doing hard labor, going into mines and uh, had to do some hard work that what they were really advocating for was not for the individual who had to do the backbreaking work and her living in not the best conditions at that time. But what they were advocating for was more power for themselves to change the chairs on the deck, move those who were in power off out of the way so that they could be in power. But those who suffered were the men and women who need the help. And that's my concern about Black Lives Matter, the organization, not the phrase. Black Lives Matter, the organization is that uh, they could be functioning as a Trojan horse to where the actual people they say they're advocating for may end up getting the short end of the stick. So the grassroots type stuff, if you want to go out and say, hey, Black Lives Matter, right? Say that because you are recognizing the dignity and worth, the humanity, the personality of black men and women, which is on par with every other ethnic group that exists in the United States. And then across the world. All right. Um, If you are doing these things and saying these things so that, you know, you can stick it to the man or so that you can wipe out police or so that, you know, you can burn the system down. Yeah, that's not going to go well for black men and women specifically. But that is also going to harm men and women across the board, across the United States, including your children, everything that we have worked for the things that you have worked for and put your time and sweat and energy in. And so uh, I would encourage you to continue to do uh, the reading and the research on these organizations and really understand their platforms and organizations that have platforms that have values. um, You should have the expectation that they are going to be consistent in the execution of what they're doing because it is extending from their vision and mission And they have a vision of the world. All right. And uh, from a Marxist perspective, uh, a vision of their world will not include some people. And I'll leave it at that. So, hey, this has been Dr. Philip Fletcher. It's my first video here on my page, Dr. Philip Fletcher. You can also check out my podcast, Humanity Matters, on all podcast sites. Um, Like this page. Check out City of Hope Outreach, Hope Village, and Replicate. Uh, find me on Instagram, Dr. Philip Fletcher, two L's. Find me on my website, philipfletcher.org. Uh, some books I have referenced today uh, to remember. Hey, pick up my new book, Created in Freedom, Poverty and Economics. Boop, boop. Mother Teresa, all right? Great book, Where There Is Love, There Is God. And then finally... Uh, The Communist Manifesto by Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels. All right. I'm encouraging you uh, to be a critical thinker. Move away from being an ideologue. Right. It's like you're just locked in and like 
you just got iron gates on your mind. But I encourage you uh, to be a free thinker, to be a critical thinker um, in, you know, informing what it is that you believe, but also understanding this. Uh, that there's thousands, infinite number of interpretations, right? But not all of them are viable, all right? Uh, there are a lot of ideas out there, but not every idea needs to be carried out. There are a lot of ideas, but any idea that's going to bring about somebody's death, somebody's agony, suffering, pain, anything like that, that's an idea you should just be like, whoop, what are the ideas that can maximize who we are as human beings made in the image and likeness of God who have been created free. Um, and when we're given the opportunity, uh, the maximum amount of freedom, right? Us being personally responsible and holding one another responsible. I believe that can bring about beautiful human flourishing. Uh, and so remember to be loved, to be kind, to be generous. And if, remember, if we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible. Y'all take care and God bless. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Dr. Philip Fletcher, and I'm proud and blessed to announce the publishing of my new book, Created in Freedom, Poverty and Economics. Hey, we were created in freedom. Human beings across the globe we possess a common thread of human dignity and a desire to express this dignity in a multitude of ways without obstacles and restrictions. And so Creative Freedom, Poverty and Economics is a series of essays and who I want to specifically talk to are men and women who are experiencing poverty, those who are helping men and women who are living in poverty, it's just a general audience. And so get your copy of Created in Freedom, Poverty and Economics. You can go to my website, philipfletcher.org. Click on the content tab and you can order your copy, an ebook or paperback. Get it, share it, and let's continue to grow together as we flourish as human beings. That's Created in Freedom, the new book by me. Y'all take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Humanity Matters podcast. For more information, visit the website philipfletcher.org or send us an email at humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. And remember, as always, if we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible. So be love, be kind, and be generous. <laughs>